Yep, it's happening. <laughs> <laughs> it's happening. Hey, hey. Uh, uh, uh. Yo, um, <laughs> this is exciting. Uh, hello uh, to the world, to everyone. Uh, welcome back. To, thank you for coming back to another episode of the Brothers Alliance. Brothers Alliance. The A is on in your heart, not on the page. You, you know what? I'll I'll take that one. I'm Out committing to having done. a different thing to say every week. Um, and that's just what I came up with. I forgot that I made that commitment until just when, just now, and that's probably evident in what I said. Anyway, yes. Um, again, thank you for coming back. I am Vaughn still. Really? Vaughn. Yes. And uh, you are, sir. I'm Jamel. Wow. Yes, still Jamel again. in 2021. Um, and we missed y'all last week, so thank you for sticking around. Uh, but we thought, okay, we're going to do a double week uh, this go-round. And it's the third season, so we got the double week. We got season three. It's time to mix it up a little bit on the podcast. Just a little bit. Um, and we have a third person with us today. Listen, we have a a new fan of Big Brother. She became a fan this season because why not? Um, and time. Uh, she is an actress or yes, female actor, if you will, um, a comedian, mm-hmm. uh, killing the narration game, Net- killing the voiceover game, voiceovers on lock, like just like her locks, just like her locks. Come on, uh, <laughs> dialects for days. Yeah, you don't know she from from Brooklyn, from the Valley, from Britain. She can give it all. Um, give this it all. Quickly turned into a stand podcast for our dear friend Nikki Renee. <laughs> My name is Nikki Renee, and I sadly to evoke. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I hate it. <laughs> We're gonna get there. <laughs> we are going to get there. This is not how we started. This is not how we started. Nikki, how you doing? Welcome to the podcast. Welcome, I'm welcome. Good. I um you've turned me into a monster. Um I'm watching you're, Big Brother like it's homework. So you're thank welcome. You. you are so thank welcome. You you're correct, and also welcome. <laughs> and I cannot wait. I cannot wait until you start watching the previous seasons, because you will, eventually. Oh, I'm going to dive into it. So thank you for having me. And we are so lucky to have you. Um, uh, as we mentioned, we've got th- uh, three? What? We've got three hosts, but uh, two weeks to cover. So let's just dive right in. Granted, we're going... Uh, back, back, not to Cali, but um, we are going back to week four. <laughs> and um, <laughs> we, what a, just to know that we're going to be talking about these two weeks is already crazy to me, but to think about how week four started and how week five ended. And again, we'll get there. It's mm-hmm. madness. And honestly, it feels like forever ago. Correct. Like week, week four feels like it happened like 
a whole month ago. Yeah. I'm like, no, uh, Big Brother started a month ago. And it's like, it's only been a month of this season. And it's so much has happened already. It's chaos. <laughs> and I'm here for it. But yeah. let's let's skip back to where we left off. We last found out that uh, Christian uh, was the head of household. And that meant him along with uh, the entire King's team, Sarah Beth, Xavier, and Alyssa are also safe making them still the only team to have all of their players left in the house. Which is crazy, even at this point. Because, like, the sheer, numbers would su- the sheer numbers would suggest, yeah, it, somebody's going to go up, be at risk, but none of the kings have even touched the block. Mm. Alyssa. Oh, Alyssa did touch the block, you're right. Um, how, how can we forget our good old friend? Uh, what what Nakia call him? Which one are we talking about? Um, Frenchie. Oh my God! What I call him? Farmer John. You know when a bear str- goes upstream to catch its fish, the fish is the prey, and what I'm doing is preying on the two people that I have nominated. Go home, Frenchie. <laughs> Please leave. <laughs> no more analogies. I don't. I don't care. Sometimes you plant carrots and you get rutabagas. What? Uh- <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I guess, yeah, Alyssa did hit that block because he couldn't get Christian. Um, but, yeah, we have, we jump in and at this point, I'm really curious because everything has been so clear about like, all right, Frenchie was doing his own thing, but every other week up till this point, it's been clear. Okay, yeah, we got to get Frenchie out. Okay, yeah, Brent's doing too much. We got to get him out. And we're here and it's like, okay, what really is good? Who needs to be who needs to be the target? Mm-hmm. And I love uh, that it... It sucks for Whitney, but I think because she, because of her association, however random it was with Brent, they're like, okay, we got one. Now we got to go for the other. And uh, what I don't love is that Hannah is also looped into this because we got our our sixth official cookout member and she's uh, getting targeted right now. And that's not really great. Not good. I like Hannah. Yeah, I'm just... I, I love me some Hannah. I really do. That's that's my OG final two. So okay. I want to see her do well at all costs. And for her name to be brought up, in my opinion, pretty early on, I'm like, mm, I'm 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 nervous. I'm like all week. I'm just gonna just hold on tight, okay. keep my breath in. Okay. Yeah. Is it? It'll be okay. But um, the thing is, like, with uh, Hannah being considered a target, it's really coming from the the girls in the the Kings group, Alyssa and Sarah Beth. And I was, I don't know about y'all, I was kind of surprised at, like, how hard they were going to try to get Hannah to be, like, the main target. Whereas, like, I guess Christian was kind of, like, debating between the two. 
Xavier really wanted to, Woodney, I guess, to be the target. Based on what he had him. said, yeah. Wait, what'd you say, Nakia? Sarah Beth was going a little too hard for me. I was like, uh, girl, what? I'm sorry, get rid of her now. I'm tired. I'm tired. Every time I put my head down, I already know who's talking because she sounds like a cartoon. So I'm just like, who's who's talking about Hannah? I just think she should go. She's a threat. No, you go. (laughs) (laughs) And you know, the thing that I thought about, because I think this like popped up on my TikTok this week because I'm a big lover of the TikToks. Um, but it talked about how it was like a black woman who was like kind of reclaiming her time, um, but reclaiming just her experience and saying, I, I'm not intimidating, you're intimidated. That's and it, it's it was putting the onus on people's view of blackness and view of black people on the people having those experiences. So it's, it's not that I'm like too aggressive. You're just threatened by me asserting myself. And that's really what it is. And I think we got a chance to see that in full force with uh, Sarah Beth SB uh, going as hard as she was. And, she was. and I think she's gunning for me. And Hannah's just living her life. I really don't think Hannah was thinking about Sarah Beth at all until this moment came up where Sarah Beth is like really talking about feeling threatened by Hannah existing. I feel like Hannah is, uh, me where I'm trying to refer to a person and I'm like, what's her name again? Like, I feel like, <laughs> I feel like that happens because you can tell she's thinking. So people are probably talking and she's like, Sarah? Oh, yeah, 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 Her. Which one? Got yeah, you. Yeah, okay. <laughs> got it, got it. Not yep. this. Yep. <laughs> Who's who she? Yep. She still go here? Wow, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Her. Mm-hmm. I, so what okay what'd she say about me now go ahead <laughs> and then did a whole lot of backpedaling back uh, which we, which we will we get, get into we'll get eventually <laughs> but now we have the ideas for potential targets from the kings but now it's time to see if any of those potential targets can save themselves with the wild card competition Mm-hmm. So, uh, with it being what well, now the fourth week, some teams only have one person to choose from because you can't repeat until everyone has played. So, Kings being safe, so they don't have to play. The Queens, they only have Claire as the option. The Aces only have Whitney, which is good for her. At this point, she has no idea that she <laughs> could be going on the block. Mm-hmm. And the Jokers, um, they end up choosing Aza because, who was it? Uh, first week, they were safe. Second week, uh, Frenchie played. And then last week, uh, Brittany played. Mm-hmm. And with this competition uh, in the, the club BB, uh, we have Olive shook up. Where basically you place an olive in a cup at the bottom of the glass, and you have to roll it up the glass and onto like this little toothpick situation at the top of the rim, and you have to do it while the lights are being cut in and out at random periods of time, 
and the first one to do it is the winner of the competition. What did, Nakia, what did you think about this competition first? First of all, first of all, I'd like to just say these these competition rules, I'm always confused. I'm just like, um, can somebody repeat it, please? So they start to play it, and I'm like, okay, now I get it. This game was too hard. I would have just been like, I give up. (laughs) I let somebody else take it. I'm done. The mental Olympics that I was doing while watching it, no, I couldn't imagine. So all power to those who can do those games and like follow the rules and know what they're doing. Not me, you don't care. Okay, Vaughn, what did you think? <laughs> um, you know, it felt a little lazy in the design, if I'm being honest, because. Like, we've seen this competition before of, like, got to get this thing down this, like, you got to, like, balance this thing, a ball down a, a little path. And they were like, all right, but sometimes we're going to cut the lights out. Like, I'm like, really? That's that's the complexity we're adding? Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, it felt lazy, but still, to Nakia's point, difficult. So... <laughs> okay. But, you know, while it was difficult, and it might be a no for at least one of y'all, uh, do you know who it was a yes for? Come on. Miss Claire. Miss Claire. Claire. Came out with the W. Congratulations. We love, we love it. And for winning the competition, she now has to make a decision. She can either grant her team safety for the week or grant herself safety until jury and see okay for me this Mm -hmm. wasn't a hard decision am i alone no you're not okay i'm new to the show so i asked jamel like what what is jury like what does that mean but even before i knew that i was like save yourself correct (laughs) (laughs) above anything else save yourself and you know who else agreed with uh well because you know claire she obviously saved herself but you know who else agreed with her saving herself were her teammates they'd be like girl you would have been stupid not to i think tiffany even said like i'd have looked at you sideways if you said i'm gonna save my team for the week instead of saving myself Makes sense. So, yep. So we have it. Claire is safe in addition to the rest of the kings. So now it's time for um, this alliance, the the royal flush, to have a discussion about uh, potential targets. Um, and again, Sarah Beth, your friend, it who friend. <laughs> Not mine. That's all I'm saying. Not that's mine. all I do know. Not mine either. <clears throat> mm, okay. She is going in again on making Hannah the target. Who's and just I, living her life. Literally. I'm like, I don't understand what did Hannah do to make make you feel so suppressed about her? Like, I get that, like, you don't feel like you have as close of a connection. Y'all don't talk game, but like, it's like you're trying to like dig for something. Yeah, dig for something that's not there. 
100%. And I mean, we see we see the the cookout come together in a really lovely way in that they're like I think each member of the cookout that has this has been kind of brought to their attention has been like I mean, I don't know if Hannah's really the move this week. And I love it because it's it's masterful. And it does work on two levels because on one level, yeah, they're protecting their alliance member. But at the same time, Hannah's also not a threat to your game, Sarah Beth, unless you're naturally threatened by black women, which I I get. And then this is the thing, too. This is a a discussion with the royal flush, correct? Mm-hmm. The the royal flush. Um, was Derek there? Interesting. I didn't even pick up on that. Interesting. And they know that Derek and Hannah are tight, so exactly. I'm just I'm just curious if Sarah Beth would have had that same energy if Derek was in the room. No. You say no? <laughs> I say no. <laughs> I feel like she's the, she's the type that speaks in comfortable spaces. So she was she felt comfortable in the space that she was in to be like, Hannah this, Hannah that, Hannah did this, Hannah said that. But if someone else was in the room, specifically Derek, who they know is very tight with Hannah, she would have been like, yeah, I don't know. Whoever. Mm. <laughs> I think you have a point. I agree. I agree. And, you know, they have their discussion. Christian is still kind of on the fence about what he wants to do in terms of targets. But we do see him having a conversation with Hannah about uh, going up as a pawn. And Hannah, like, goes in without going in, with, like, coming with the facts of this is why you really shouldn't, because you literally have someone who is in your corner who had never even thought about going for you. Why would you put her in this position? to potentially be voted out. And you know, as I'm watching and I'm like taking notes, knowing that we're going to be here, I literally wrote down, Hannah's out here making too much sense for Christian, like bringing all the facts. (laughs) (laughs) But then I think that was the issue. It was so clear and concise of like, this is why this is dumb for you to do that almost would make a person be like, yeah, it is dumb. I should do it. You're right. And you know what? That's what he does. <laughs> he, he nominates Hannah alongside Whitney. Mm-hmm. Hannah is over is over it. Whitney is completely shocked. I mean, yeah, he it it felt, but this is a weird week, right? Because every other week we've had clear targets. Now you kind of have to nitpick a little bit to to make up a reason as to why somebody, you know, should be on the block. Mm-hmm. This is classic. Then, 
week one business where it's like, oh, we don't really talk games, so I put you out. Mm-hmm. But there was a little bit of um, talk going around about Whitney uh, what saying whether or not she would uh, target the Kings or the Kings would go out this week. And this was something that was brought up actually by the Jokers, apparently. So that made her a potential target for Christian this week, too. Which, it just feels petty. Like, to me, because it's a smart move. It makes sense. The The Kings are the only team with four people left. Yes, everybody should be targeting the Kings. Just makes sense. But then Christian gets to act hurt about it. Like, yeah, like you said you were going to be gunning for me. And I mean, the only thing that sucks is that like that Whitney didn't own it and didn't like put everybody else under the bus and be like, yeah, it's not even it's not that I dislike you or I feel threatened by y'all specifically or individually. It's that your team has four people still. Every other team does not. Y'all are the obvious target. Mm -hmm. Just on logistics alone. That's just me. Okay. Here, here's the here's the thing. What happened, Nakia? I said maybe Christian's braids are too tight. He has trouble making decisions. <laughs> <laughs> In which case, Jamel's mouth is on the floor, y'all. Y'all need to know this. I know we're just an audio podcast, but Jamel's mouth is literally on the floor. <laughs> um. <laughs> <laughs> I said what I said. And and that's that's fair. But then that would also put it back on the cookout because I think we confirmed, right, Jamel, that it's Tiffany that's braiding his hair? She's braiding everyone's yes, hair. Yes, it is it is Tiffany, everyone's hair. Yeah. Well, I don't know about everyone, but you know, Christian confirmed for sure. We yeah. we got to see a little bit out on the live feeds. Um, so, uh, Nakia, I know that you are fairly new to everything that's going on, and this season in particular, there hasn't been, like, too many of, um, these sort of romantic links that have been happening. Mm -hmm. So I I, I I want to know. Vaughn is very stressed because he knows where I'm going with this. Um, I am Vaughn curious. My God. Yeah, he, he's he's not he's not having it with me, and that's okay. I'm just curious um, okay. if you had the opportunity to be a part of what they call a showmance, a show romance. Would you would you be a part of one in this competition? I mean, you know, when the show first started, I thought our young mulatto was. We're talking about Kylan. <laughs> yes, Kylan. <laughs> I listened to your last episode and I was like, 
Oh. Oh, I didn't see that. Okay. But he's a cutie. That's a cute one. Other than that, nobody. No, 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 no. You, you can, you can still, you can still rock with Kylan. You can still, you, listen. More than allowed. He's handsome. Know what I'm saying? Yeah, he's handsome. So is Xavier. But you know who else thinks Xavier is real handsome? I mean, who in line? We talking about uh, friend zoned Azza? We are. We are. And this took a weird turn, I have to say. It was shocking, and I felt I was conflicted about it because, on the one hand, yes, we're seeing that, like, like Azza comes out and, like, says she has this crush on Xavier, and that makes it even weirder um, for, um, for, like the whole Whitney thing, because Whitney's on the block and Ozzy's like, mm-hmm. I have a crush on this guy and I can get rid of her, this girl who's in my way to this man, which problematic. Um but Absolutely. on top of that, I was like, I don't like I don't like seeing black people be messy on TV. Not like this. Not since Flavor of Love. Um and <laughs> I said what I said. Uh and it just <laughs> But it did feel a little bit like progress in a way because it's like, well, wow, what a world where we have a variety of black people. And it's not that the black girl is being messy on this show. It's just like, okay, one of these black girls is having a messy moment on the show. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Which feels like progress at the same time still. Yeah. Maybe I'm reaching, but that's that. I appreciated that Ozzy gets to be that. And we still get Hannah and Tiffany who like we get a variety of black women on this show, which has never happened really. Mm-hmm. All different types. But um, I, I, I didn't appreciate Oz's uh, actions and, but I still respect it. I, I, I appreciate that she gets to be messy in that way. You know what I mean? She spoke her truth and her truth is don't mess with my man. <laughs> I'm gonna evict you. <laughs> and I think, I, I please don't don't sue us. Um, <laughs> who's that? Not so so deaf. Who was that record label? That it doesn't matter. Just I, it, it, <laughs> we have matter. no money to give you if this if said record label decides to uh, seek um, I don't know monetary right. Uh, compensation for what I just did. Anywho, uh, <laughs> Jamel is down. Um, so we get back to the sort of like this dilemma of what Christian has done and what that means for the whole layout, which is basically, okay, I'm either gotta like i either go with the the aces or i gotta go with the royal flush like what am i about to do for real mm-hmm. and for for who i didn't even hear you say a name who, who i said what am i about to do for real there, there was no name oh okay <laughs> <laughs> because really uh <laughs> What I did appreciate, though, was um, 
we'll we'll get there. First, first things first, the veto. So we get uh we get our lovely um veto players uh going in, which I always, Nikia, this is uh, something new for you. Okay. Um, we so we see that uh, I believe that when players are being picked for the veto, there's a story being told. Inherently, like the the veto picks are telling a certain story, okay. and um, we have Christian who p- draws Claire, which great i suppose because she has no stake in this matter she's safe until jury so she doesn't really care um and then we have hannah who has house guest choice who picks derek x and it's like okay great we saw that drama of what am i about to go with my team or my team my alliance team uh and then we have whitney who draws aza and it's like okay that love romance showmance triangle whatever is at play here. And I just love, I just love that that was, you know, at play. I, that that was the story unfolding in that moment, which I appreciate. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> she said two snaps, two snaps. <laughs> um, but yeah, so then we get into, the, who doesn't get picked is Sarah Beth who is salty about it and i i was over her at the, this was the, the moment for me where i was like okay and now i'm off this train completely and do you think that this is um well one do you think this is the first time that she is making a comment like this and two if so is it because she wants to be able to ensure that Hannah stays on the block. Hmm. I'll, I'll let Nakia answer first. So do I think that this is the first, you said, do we think this is the first time she's complained? Or? Yes, about, about not being picked for the veto. Listen, I feel like she complains about not being picked. The editing just be putting it in one time. Like, They'd be like, this is too much. Okay, we get it, girl. We get it. You want Hannah gone. And then when, like, in the editing room, they're like, no, take that out for the live. Take that out. She's complaining. America's going to hate her. Just put it in one time. (laughs) Okay. I agree. I agree 100%, and I have nothing else to add to that. Work. Okay. And, you know, with um, Tiffany also takes notice of this little complaint that Sarah Beth makes post-draw. And, you know, Tiffany and Hannah have a pretty close relationship, even separate from the cookout. So Tiffany makes sure to warn Hannah about Sarah Beth and what her intentions might be in terms of getting Hannah uh, to go home this week, which I'm assuming this might be Hannah's first time sort of like hearing Sarah Beth's involvement. Mm-hmm. So now she, you know, stored information, used it when she needs to, but she got a gun for this veto first. And we get right into that veto, um, which is, uh, 
it's a staple in in BB history at this point, but they they've added a nice little twist, which I appreciate it. So it's that competition where you have to roll a ball like over a ramp, and you have to hit. It usually, it's usually a hundred, right? Some somewhere up there, yeah. So it's like a high number on either side, and um, you just got to like run from either from end to end keeping that, making sure that ball goes up that ramp and down the other side. And that's how you get your points. Um, what I did love that they added here is that there's like a volleyball theme to it. So they actually have to duck under the net, uh, which is the first time they've added that piece to it. Uh, like, and that, that really does, I think, add to the complexity aside from just like the mental, like, okay, I got to bounce. I got to ping pong this whole time, adding that piece of like, and now my back. Uh, and maybe it's just because I'm in my 30s now where I'm just like cognizant Ooh. of my lower back. You okay, Nikia? Yeah, yeah, I'm good. I just clear my throat, you know. Just Okay. Because <laughs> I, I, I'm like, surely it wasn't about me saying anything about me being in my 30s and in my lower back because we could easily we talk. We don't have to do this. We don't have to do <laughs> we, we will not do it. Uh, that's strike one, though. Moving on. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Nakia, so we have uh Christian, yes. Claire, Hannah, Derek, Whitney, and Aza. So, who who do you want to see win this competition? I think at that point, I was like, go off, everybody. This also was very hard, like, I don't. <laughs> I don't understand how everyone is just cool, calm, and collective. Like, they're just like, oh, I have to do this a hundred times? Bet. No. <laughs> Absolutely. I would have had a smooth 24. Take me out the game. Strong <laughs> number. It's like a good, like, you know, I tried my best. Um, I executed a few times. But now, bending over, going under is doing something to my lower back. So I'm going to tap out and I'm just going to watch. Yeah, I'm just going to watch for the sidelines. <laughs> um, so I don't think I'm rooting for anybody necessarily. I think in my head, I already knew who was going to win, like once they got to a certain point. So I was like, yeah, look at him, about to win again. Okay, great. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. Him, him being Derek X? No, him being at some point Christian. Because, like, it's like, as it was leading up, I was like, okay, it's close between the two of them. But I was like, it's either going to be one one of them. And then when it kind of got down to it, I was like, oh, no, he's going to win. And look at that. Yeah. Look at that. Christian takes on the W. Sure. Whatever. Cool. Yeah. It's fine. What I loved though is that so now like I, I love when that, that power gets concentrated because then you really get to see people people don't get to spread who they have to suck up to. Like it's all hyper concentrated. And um because it's like clear what Christian has kind of said about like how he's how he feels about um putting Whitney up, putting Hannah up, it's like, okay, great. So now we gotta go back to this. And it had already been feeling like or seeming like Whitney was the clear choice to go home, especially mm-hmm. since 
there's no reason to send Hannah home. She's just minding her business, uh, her black ass business even. That's and <laughs> what I love though, and I again with my my little uh, notes that I've been taking, um, I wrote down why is Derek X always caught up in some next week mess talking out loud about what's about to happen next week. And the person who's about to go home overhears it. Uh, but this time it did not go as uh, smoothly as it went with Brent. Cause Brent's a little bit denser than Whitney is. And um, she wasn't feeling it. And I, I get it. It's like, you are, I'm still here. You can't even pretend like I'm about to be like, maybe here. I I got so stressed so fast. <laughs> I was like, I just want Derek to do well. I don't need him to be caught up in any of the BS. And here he goes, just unintentionally, just just blurts out his mouth. Well, it's just gonna be two of us. It's just gonna be me and Hannah next week. What? <laughs> 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 yeah, <laughs> you're like, hang on. <laughs> What'd you say? What? And that that just gave Whitney the the clear go ahead to be like, you know what, Derek, you on my radar, Christian? Where you at? You need to go after Derek, and here's why. Mm. And you know, Christian has a veto. So you can really do whatever you want. So it's something right. for him to consider, you know, because at this point, him and Derek are the ones that are like winning the most competitions. Right. So if he wanted to take out his biggest threat right now, he could. But the thing is, especially this early on and have them being as close as they are, it makes the most sense to do what Christian ultimately does, which is not use the veto. That makes the most sense because there's no bad blood between you and Derek. And yeah, eventually like only one person is going to win that money. We know that, but it's like too early to take that shot. I think. And so he doesn't. And I, I appreciated that. I was like, I, th- I felt like that was the right move for him. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so pick, off, pick off Whitney, which I I was hoping it was it would be Whitney. My goal is that the cookout does make it to the final six, like they want to. Even though you had Whitney in your initial final two, even though, but I didn't know that the black people was about to rally together like they had rallied together. <laughs> I didn't know it was about to be a whole movement. I thought it was going to be a moment, and it is a movement, and I'm I'm loving it. It's a truthfully. Actually, Nikia, I don't think we ever asked you. Your yeah. when you first saw uh, all the house guests uh-huh. uh, in the very first episode, or if you happen to look at their bios, did you have anyone in mind that you're like, "Ooh, I think I could see this person winning it all from the very beginning"? Um, I think like after watching the first episode, I was like, Xavier seems smart. I don't know if it's because he's like. He has like that lawyer, the lawyerness, you know, whatever he how he carries himself. Mm-hmm. But I was like, yeah, I can see Xavier for sure. And then I guess as time goes on, I'm like, Tiffany, hey sis, she's smart. <laughs> she's very calculated in her thoughts and even the way that she speaks. 
So a lot of the time I'm like, yeah, I'm rooting for her. Like I'm rooting for her just the way that she plays the game. Because obviously maybe she's not winning all of the, you know, the competitions that they have and things like that. Like there are certain people who have like a physicality to like winning certain things. But she's very Mm -hmm. calculated in the way that she even talks to certain people and like tries to plan everything out. She looks ahead which I don't think a lot of the other people do. They kind of like look in the moment, like, okay, what about this week? Tiffany's like, no, no, no. Let's talk about at the end. Let's talk about who's going to be at the end. Like, no. so it would probably be like, like maybe those two, they're very smart. Even when Xavier and Tiffany mm-hmm. talk together, I'm like, we're having an intelligent conversation. <laughs> like, <laughs> and they both seem to be on the same page a lot of the time. So, you know, I like the both of them. All right, so that's your two. Got it, got it, got it. Well, speaking of Tiffany, um, in this episode, the eviction episode, uh, we do get to see sort of Tiffany's master plan coming into the works, right? Where she states that she ultimately wants the cookout to be in the final six and hopefully the final two. So why don't we make sure that at least everyone, not everyone, but like most people in the cookout have their plus one to take to the final the final 11, the jury stage. And then when it gets to it, hopefully a member of the cookout wins HOH. If not, you can go into the HOH's ear about putting up a duo. So one person from the cookout, one person not in the cookout, who seem very, very close. So that way, no matter what happens, the cookout will always have the majority of the vote, which could take them to the final six. When you see her going around to every member of the cookout individually, never in a group, never the six of them in a group talking about this together, you just see her going around, putting this plan in motion, Vaughn. You first. I want to know what 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 was going through your head. I okay. My favorite part to all of it because she she did it for a couple of people. I think she she did it for Xavier and I think she did it for Kylan. Um, but she had those chess pieces and she was using the white and black chess pieces. And I said, "This symbolism is not lost on me. I see you. I love this. I appreciate this. This is like it's mastermind, Big Brother." Like to the nth degree, it it really like when I tell you my soul was warmed and edified. You know when you get that one good piece of chicken that got like a little bit of extra seasoning on it. That's how it felt. Why I gotta be chicken? Cause it's the cookout. What are you saying? You're right. <laughs> I will not apologize. And the kid fix your face, even though the viewers, listeners can't see your face. <laughs> Thank you. And I humbly thank you. Nikia, <laughs> what, what did you think when you saw Tiffany uh, going to work with her master plan? You know that meme where the lady has like the equations? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I <laughs> I was like, Tiffany sat with herself for like a good maybe hour, you know, and was like, all right, if we do this and then this in the, it's just coming to life in front of her. She's like, okay, this person and this person. Okay, now I got to go tell everybody. Let me go tell everybody individually. 
I was like, yes, sis, we're using our minds. We're using strategy. That's all I got. <laughs> That's all I got. We love to see it. We love to see it. We we love to see it, but you don't know what we uh, we don't love to see. Mm. Um, do it. Apparently, the cookout doesn't know who's in the cookout. Um. Yeah, okay. We're, okay. Go ahead. So, uh, I guess uh, Tiffany, while going around telling her master plan to everyone, when she comes across Aza, mentions the plan, mentions Hannah, obviously, as part of the, the cookout, the six, because Black. Correct. Apparently, Asa didn't know that Hannah was an official member of the cookout. Okay. To to Asa's credit. Yeah, start there. The the cookout, the best thing about the cookout is also the toughest thing about the cookout in that they have never all been together at one time. So they've never had that moment to look around the room and be like, all right, so boom, it's us. So the fact that when the cookout was initially formed, they did, they, they weren't even giving each other eye contact in that moment. Like, again, in this, it, if I feel like Mr. Fantastic in the sort of stretch that I'm doing right now, but that's the one piece of credit I can give Aza is that they were they have all never been together talking together at the exact same time that being said it did feel a little bit shady it felt a little like 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 Hannah and this is what I was curious to see it, it did it did feel like maybe Hannah's not black enough uh in Oz's eyes to be a part of the cookout. But um, Nakia, what did, how did you feel about that moment? Oz, um, you know, <laughs> I want to like her, <laughs> but mm. it's just like, so you don't think Hannah's black enough, but Kylan's black enough. Huh. Huh. I feel like it was it was like subtle shade, like, oh, she's a part of this too. Yes, yes, she is. This. Yeah. Um, I don't know why you would think she wouldn't be, but okay. Yes, it was like subtle shade. It's like she out here capping for Britney, ride or die. Like, that's my sis, but yeah. Hannah is somewhere. <laughs> she don't count. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I'm like, who's your, who you, you know, I get Britney's part of your team, but she'd be capping for her too hard. I'm like, baby girl going to be okay. Yeah. She's going to be all right. Let her adult by herself. She's going to be okay. Yeah. 100%. So I don't like it. 
So it's pretty much um, at this point stage for uh, Whitney to go home, right? So she has to do what she can to sort of save herself. Um, she, in this attempt, doesn't go to Christian, but goes to Christian's boothang, Alyssa, to talk about Hannah, saying that Hannah was basically saying that she can manipulate Christian and do whatever she wants. Which, of course, Alyssa is going to go to Christian and be like, hey, do you know that Whitney said, that Hannah said, blah, 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 blah. And, you know, of course, Christian's going to believe anything that comes out of Alyssa's mouth. Yeah. That was, I think, a masterful gameplay. Like, don't don't take it to the source. Take it to the person who's going to be most paranoid getting that information. Because mm-hmm. I don't think, even if it's not explicitly stated that, like, oh, like, Hannah might be coming after your man. The idea that, hey, there's another woman in this house who has your man's ear and can, like, get him to do what she wants is going to affect, I would say, is going to affect you in a different way than just being mm-hmm. like, oh, this person's shady. It's like, no, no, he got your man's ear. So how are you about to really act? Right. Yeah. You know... Whitney, Whitney gave it a go. She really did. Um, too bad it wasn't enough because she was voted out unanimously. Okay, and then so we need to quickly, <laughs> as we talk about that, yeah, because she's gone. It's fine. Um, yeah, I I pointed this out to you, Jamel, on what what was that week two about Big D what? and how he's you, you, you did <laughs> you did. So I just have to I have to write down the quote every week at this point. Um, this week in eviction news with Big D, um, he said, and I quote, I sadly to a vote, Whitney. <laughs> Nakia is currently covering her face with her hat. <laughs> with her bucket hat, because Nakia is Xavier today. <laughs> <laughs> What, what language is he? Sp- <laughs> I can't even get it out. It's still hubris to me, so I'm not gonna like. I don't want to dissect it just yet, but I am beginning to think. Okay, what learning? How are we differently abled when it comes to literacy? Like, what is happening? <laughs> is it his nerves? No. I don't know. Not after four weeks. No, it's not. <laughs> yeah, no. Week week one, sure, because Julie, and you want to make sure you're saying the right person. Yeah, right. It's new. Week two, uh, okay. Week three, nah. I'm gonna need you to have your your, your shit together. Like Julie's tired. <laughs> She's tired of it. I <laughs> vote to eat it. And she even clarified. She was like, so you're voting for Whitney to go home. Yeah. Got it. And it, I feel like he didn't even get it in that moment. It just went over his head again. <laughs> like, yeah, girl, that's what I just said. All right, anyway. Love you, mom and dad. Bye. <laughs> what? 
Um, but it is is one of the things that I love uh, about eviction night now. Like, I pray that Big D never touches the block so that he can every week have a different way to not get it right. <laughs> but then imagine what his uh, eviction speech would be like. I refuse. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I'd rather hear I'd rather hear Britney rap a like a smooth sixteen, a hot track, than hear him continue to butcher this. <laughs> like I can't do it. It makes me itch. I just <laughs> I can't. It's a full on issue. <laughs> um, but yeah, he. <laughs> can't get it right and uh Whitney's gone and <laughs> we get to um Julie who announces all right that team all this team nonsense was cute it's done it's teams over. are done it's canceled which everybody gets gets excited about and I think it's interesting to see okay now that the teams are gone how are the alliances going to like shape up differently like we already saw the aces like literally cannibalized themselves where they like voted Brent out like instantly or like, yeah, he can't be here. He has to go. He has to go. Yes. He's one of our four and yes, keeping him here means another shot at us having safety next week, but we dislike him that much that he can't be here. So we now get to see people literally now play with the people they want to play with and like align with who they want to align with, which I think is Mm -hmm. cool. And then we uh, end the week with um, Bond's favorite kind of competition, uh, an Mm. endurance competition, a.k.a. the competition that never finishes on the episode that it starts. All I ask is that on Thursday night, I know who goes home and I know who HOH is. I need those two things to end on a Thursday night. And I only ever get one thing. Sometimes I'll get to, but and I will give them the credit that like, yeah, we're now four weeks in and we finally have an endurance comp. So I'm like, I'm, I'm not as upset, but I'm upset. But here's the thing now, you have access to the live feeds. Correct. So I fully watched before Sunday, hopped on that live feed and watched who won. <laughs> and we will, we will get into it. But with it being the end of week four now it's time for us to announce who our house guests of the week are so bon i'm gonna have you go first so you can show nakia how it's done all right house guest of the week for this week um i'm going to give it to xavier because he has he i think had a perfect week post HOH where, okay, you've done your damage and there's blood on your hands potentially or people might be upset about who you've sent home. And granted, people weren't necessarily for him, but he, it was, nobody was thinking about Xavier or like the damage he had done. And he had already been positioned thanks to Christian, like winning the HOH behind him, but he was positioned in such a way he was covered and really people just get to focus on what Christian's doing. So Xavier gets to like still be in the mix, 
make those decisions, be scheming and everything. But the heat isn't on him anymore at all. It, it, it literally felt like to me, he hadn't even won the HOH in terms of the target that gets put, that gets put on your back when you win it. He didn't get any of that. So for really that one reason, it's just seeing how people interact with him throughout this whole week. I'm going to say Xavier. And now I'm going to, I'm going to throw it to Jamel. Just so Nikki, you have a little, a little bit more time thinking about who your, your house guest of the week is. Okay. So mine is very simple. Tiffany. Because how you going to come through with a full-ass bulletproof plan to make sure your main alliance gets to the very end? This woman said, okay, six of us, boom, we get an extra five. Keep the scent off of us. Put one of us on the block each week next to one of the five. We're always safe. Go around to everyone. Everyone's like, plan? Okay, cool. Got it. Unlock. And that's all you need to do. That is some boss ass shit. If I've yeah. ever seen it. Correct. That that is that is, in my opinion, top tier gameplay. Where you say you you say it, it's one of those things where it's like you when you say the plan out loud, you don't expect it to come from someone like Tiffany, which makes it even better in my opinion. Correct. And she was able to sort of be in the majority alliance in terms of looking at targets for the week, but was also able to help steer that target away from Hannah, while also making sure Hannah was able to keep all eyes and all ears open onto who was coming after her, Sarah Beth. Um, <laughs> so yes, for me, in my most humble opinion, Tiffany did what? That. That. <laughs> so I have another thought, but I want, to, I want Nikia to share first. Okay, so my person um, is also Tiffany, not just for the plan that was concocted, you know, in her brain, you know, the meme with the equations, but also, I just want you to take a, take note of this moment where, if I'm not mistaken, she's doing Hannah's hair when she's telling her the tea. It gave me beauty mm-hmm. vibes where it's like, this is the place yes. we commune to spill the tea. But I'm also going to give you a cute little two French braids as I tell you who's gunning for you. We're going to look like we're having a black girl moment, which we are. But I'm also telling you what's going on because as your sis, I need you to stay around. And homegirl is gunning for you. So it's not just the plan, but it's also the community that is being built in the home with Tiffany's family. <laughs> like, that's just... That's it. it. Okay, so now I can just freely say what I was going to say. This house guest of the week has, I'm realizing this season, is really a matter of Tiffany or somebody else. Like, that's really what it comes down to every week for me. And and I do feel like I want to get, I want to adventure out, but I am all, Tiffany is always high on that list. And I'm always like, 
no, you said Tiffany already, like think about, think outside that box. But I literally wrote down that moment you're talking about, Nakia. <laughs> I was like, come on, final two over doing some hair. Come on. <laughs> it's Look, you say you want to venture out, but is anyone worth venturing out at the Xavier? Who I, who I think is going to win the whole game. Fair. Fair, fair, fair. So now we have it. Week four in the wraps. Let's Week move four. right along. Yes. Uh, again, back to Bond's favorite, the wall comp, endurance comp. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, you're just hanging. You're just hanging on a wall for as long as you can, while uh, things are being thrown at you. Basically, uh, usually it's things being thrown at you, but this time. You have um, a bunch of slime and rain to drown out the slime. Yeah, it was disgusting. Um, Nikia, this is something that pretty much happens every season. Mm -hmm. So how do you you think you would do in a competition like this? I feel like we know the answer to this. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like, listen just because we might know i also don't want to assume like what i do better than big d yes because i would at least give my best and the slime didn't start to come i think until about maybe like 11 12 minutes i can't remember so i would have lasted a lot longer than he did but as soon as that slime would have hit my locks i'd have been like all right I'm out. <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> because what y'all not gonna what y'all not gonna do is look on the live feeds of me washing my hair all day, <laughs> twisting my hair all day. It's not it's not gonna work for me, dog. Um, I'm gonna try my best, but uh, I feel like as soon as I saw the wall like tilt, I was like, "Wow, that's what we're doing. That's what we're doing. That's what we're doing." Mm-hmm. Cool, mm-hmm. cool, cool. All power to those who stayed longer than like thirty minutes. Y'all Truly. did that. Y'all did that. That's all I got. Y'all know me. You I'm said not. longer than thirty minutes. Longer than thirty. Longer than thirty minutes. So everybody but Big D and Claire got it. She got the wit. She got the smarts. Remember the martini thing? She got the smarts, not the endurance. You know what I'm saying? So. And she also knew that she was safe. So. It's like I'm I'm making it to jury either way. Why mm-hmm. would I suffer? I would have been on there for two minutes. If once the thought passed my mind, I'd be like, Well, I'm out. Let me go sit on the side. <laughs> <laughs> this competition begins now. And Claire's out. Okay. Wow. Okay. <laughs> just, just hop off. Y'all know right. what it is. Let me go sit down. Exactly. So you have Big D down. We have Claire down. Uh, you know, Vaughn, how you always saying, like, there's a story somewhere, usually in the beat up, but there's usually a story being told. Mm-hmm. So there was a definite story being told with Sarah Beth and Hannah falling mm-hmm. almost simultaneously. Yep. Because <laughs> it was Sarah Beth first, right? Yes. And then a moment later, not even a whole moment later, uh, Hannah falls as well. Mm-hmm. 
which I, I do feel like it was like, all right, I was only, only really worried about her. So let me go ahead and sit down. Yep. <laughs> Listen, I was team Hannah, Tiffany, Derek for the win. Because it's time for someone who uh, is not a king, even though they're they're no longer teams anymore. Mm-hmm. It's time for a non-king to take control and do something about those four. Because I just feel like they're going to stick together as long as they possibly can. Yeah. You know what I mean? If it ain't broke. Exactly. Um, See, so yeah, I'm hoping for one of those. And we're on a good track. Well, not on a good track of Santa Dispel. But uh, then we have Kylan who falls next. Which I'm like, okay, damn. Not the the worst thing that happened, though. Mm-hmm. Um, Kylan's bigger. Like, I, I never exactly. expect any, like, brawny men to win. I'm like, mm-hmm. this is the comp where the smaller, like, shorter, thinner people are going to, like, show up. Mm-hmm. And that and then, <laughs> True. Um, Brittany fell next. Womp womp womp. Like, not surprised though. A little surprised because she's like a karate master, isn't she, or something? I don't know. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That was in her welcome package. I think she was. She had a a gi on. And I, 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 I can't remember. She said national or international title. Irrelevant. Okay. Um. <laughs> Um, regional. Continue. Regional. Oh, got it, got it, got it. Work, work, work. Um, oh, so, yeah, not, okay. Uh, so <laughs> next, uh, to fall off was, uh, Aza, which, again, that ranks true for the thinner people to stay on longer. Um, mm-hmm. next was Tiffany, which I was like, <clears throat> so close. Yeah. So close. And at this point, it leaves uh, Xavier, Derek, and Alyssa up there. And I mentioned this to um, Nakia uh, previously, but I don't know if uh, I mentioned this to Yvonne. They showed it a little bit uh, on the on the actual footage for the episode but as it's just those three up you can see uh aza and tiffany sort of like like patting each other's hands like Alyssa about to fall Alyssa about to fall and you're just like just fall just fall and then Alyssa falls but you like you don't see exactly the moment when they like stop doing it and they just clap like, oh, oh good try, Alyssa. Good job. Well done. When I tell you I was cackling. <laughs> it's these black moments, man. It's these I black moments. For. I live <laughs> for it. Kudos like, to Nakia, you've Nikita. come in at such a special time. Yes, I'm kudos like- to the cameraman for sure. Mm-hmm. But like, if we if this was any other season, I was thinking about this the other day. 
if this was any other season, we would have gotten so many different moments. And for sure, the two black people at most that they would have given us would be gone by now. That's yeah. for at least one of them would be gone by this point. But mm-hmm. to see that like they are all still there and we get these random black moments like doing hair or Tiffany being in Oz's lap, like fake crying to then be talking game or you know, just even an alliance getting formed just by them being like, you know what it is. Oh yeah, I know. All right, bet. And that being the whole conversation, it's, it's these moments that I absolutely live for. And I'm grateful. Just hashtag. Mm-hmm. Love to amazing. Amazing. So uh, another thing to know before uh, Alyssa fell, um, there was conversation with her and Derek about uh, keeping each other safe mm-hmm. should either one of them win. So there is that. And then uh, with it now being Derek and Xavier, Derek promised Xavier safety as well. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Xavier felt like he was in a pretty good spot uh, with all the alliances he has. He doesn't really need to win, so he just jumps right off. And I think <laughs> that was the smartest thing to do. Yeah. Because it was it was very smart. Derek has already painted a big target on his own back, winning all these HOHs or the vetoes, and then being up for HOH. Like I think it was perfect for Xavier to get that last little bit of heat off of him and let Derek, who has been in the mix heavily mm-hmm. beginning, mm-hmm. let him get this, especially at this point, because we are, people are already at this point where they're still just making up reasons to put people up. Nobody has a legitimate strong reason or like a, a vengeance, whatever reason. Let Derek figure out who needs to go home next. You don't need to win again. Let him go. Just guarantee some safety and see how it plays out. Mm-hmm. Oh, how it plays out. What was weird to me, though, is so Xavier, you know, lets Derek X win. But then immediately they like after they land, they like dap each other up. He's like, all right, but also the kings. Um, I know I said me, but like also all the kings, please. My please, all the kings. Thank you. <laughs> and Derek's like, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't even think Derek said anything. I think he literally just like went in for the handshake, didn't say a word. I'm just like, mm-hmm. that's why I was like, Xavier, I don't know if you heard an agreement of anything, but also, what? Excuse me, sir. Yeah. You 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 want me to keep safe your entire foursome. Right. The lit- the literal only foursome left in the house. Mm-hmm. So you want me to guarantee that safety? No, 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 no. We're not doing that. That's not happening. <laughs> um, I hear you, and the answer is no. So thank you. Um, but yeah, we get to see also that like folk are trying to like make up for their mess. Uh, folk being uh, SB. Uh, making up for gunning for for Hannah as hard as she did um, and as messy as she did and trying to be like, yeah, so, you know, I, I was tripping. My God. <laughs> Didn't she go to Hannah in the shower? Like, was Hannah in the shower? Or am I bugging? 
No, I, I think you're, I think you're about here. Maybe it was Alyssa in the shower. Somebody was talking to Alyssa when she was in the shower, and I'm like, "Listen, this is what we're not gonna do in this house." SB was talking to Alyssa in the shower. That came a little bit later, though. Later, okay. Yeah. Either way, the backpedal, the intense, yeah, backpedal. I also I appreciate at least that SB was wise enough to recognize. Okay, I was wild for doing what I did, and I'm wild for doing what I'm doing now, and. She can probably see through it and she probably doesn't trust me as much. And you're, you're correct on all fronts. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, and yeah, it's, it's like, it doesn't, yes, it, you need to backpedal, but it also don't put any stock into this dynamic because you've messed this up. Mm-hmm. Like Hannah wasn't thinking about you. Hannah didn't even know you was in his house for real. And now you put, <laughs> you put your, a target on your own back and now you have to backpedal and play nice only for her to gun for you anyway. Like when like when she gets her shot, that's going to be her easy target. Like even if you're just a pawn for her, you've made it mm-hmm. very easy for yourself to be put up by her. Right. Right. And Hannah has proven at this point that she um no matter what situation she's put in, she doesn't let all of her cards show on her face mm-hmm. with what she's thinking. She can literally take information, store it, and keep it moving and use it when she needs to use it. Um, just for example, um, you see a conversation in the bathroom with uh, herself, Derek X, and uh, Tiffany. Tiffany, who um, not even not even thinking. <laughs> brings up <laughs> the Royal Flush Alliance so casually with <laughs> Hannah with Hannah in the room very casual yeah <laughs> and Hannah says not a word mm-hmm. just lets them continue on with uh, <laughs> the conversation <laughs> and then Later on, when Tiffany leaves, it's like, so who's in the royal flesh? What? Uh-huh. Um, I don't. What? I gotta go. <laughs> oh, so that's why you were safe last week, Derek. Got it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and that then, was wild to see. And then even better. <laughs> was when she asked <laughs> Tiffany about it. And Tiffany was like, who told you he did? He was like, no, you did. You did. <laughs> it was you, sis. She's so calculated. She don't even remember. She's like, huh? <laughs> Derek said that, right? <laughs> no, no. Not quite. Unless you change your name to Derek. <laughs> She's like, I did. Oh, I did. Oh, Ooh, my bad. Don't worry. Don't worry. It, it, it's it's not that big of a deal. It's, it's not important. It's just the alliance, like, smooth things over. You know, it was alliance for the week. Like, like, let me put okay. it in my pocket. Thank you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just dial it in. Uh-huh. So here's, here's the thing now, too. With Derek X being in power, um, he he felt the need, which I also felt he should have had this need, um, 
with clarifying what Xavier thinks the deal was. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Basically wanting to make sure that the deal was for Xavier and Alyssa. And that's it. And, you know, Xavier, he, like, again, very very smooth with it. It was like, I would like this, but I understand you gotta do what it is for your game. So as long as you do this, we're good, basically. But at the same time, it's like, why, in Xavier's mind, I'm thinking, why would it be that big of a deal to guarantee it if we're in this big alliance together? Right. But then, on the flip side of that, if we were cool in this alliance, why did you feel the need to ask, can you make sure we're safe this week? Right. It's it's you know a, definitely a double-edged sword. Because if, if the alliance was strong, then, yeah, if I was Xavier and the alliance was super strong, I'd be like, all right, I'm good, right? I drop, and then the next question is, okay, which Joker goes home? Mm-hmm. Knowing Im- implicitly that I really mean Brittany needs to go home because she's the only Joker that's not black. Or, in this context, not a part of the cookout. But you know what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, Derek... Well, Xavier has the right to question Derek's intentions uh, for the week because Derek is really trying to get his biggest threat the fuck out of here, Christian. Mm-hmm. So, he understands that Christian is not the kind of person that should be given the chance to save himself from being on the block. So, in order to set a backdoor plan in motion to get Christian out, he needs to put up two people as pawns yeah um but apparently nobody wants to be a pawn (laughs) nobody which this is the weird thing that and and i know maybe for listeners y'all might think i'm like flip-flopping a little bit but deal with it what's weird to me is like as hoh you don't really have to ask anybody anything like you is whatever you say goes you nominate the two people like i i get trying to get some buy-in from those people about like oh like would you be willing to do it but at the same time like i don't really have to care about your no because i'm hoh and if i need a pawn i need a pawn so the conversation really could be hey you're going to be going up as a pawn. I have a plan. It's X, Y, Z. Because I don't owe you the... Yeah. Um, that being said, I... It, it, it was... It's weird to see how the people are like, oh, no, 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 like, absolutely not. Which I get. I would be in that same boat. But at the same time, I'm like, somebody's got to go up. And nobody's asking... Even as he's talking about who his who he wants as pawns, nobody's really asking who his target is, which I was like, that especially from his alliance, I was like, nobody's really inquiring, really? Because that mm-hmm. seems to be, especially given the house dynamic, 
it's not like it's clear or obvious to anybody unless the Royal Flush was like, oh, it has to be a Joker, obviously, because they're not a part of this. But yeah, it seemed weird to me that just that whole dynamic. But regardless, he has to do what he has to do to make sure that what he wants to happen this week happens. And so to set that plan in motion, he puts up Sarah Beth and Brittany for nomination. Nikia, what do you think about this? Listen, I'm fine with either one of them going home. So when he put, I know who his target was, but I was just like, okay, put the girls up. Like, I knew (laughs) as soon as he like turned the little key and Britney's face popped up there, I was like, and camera cut to tears, cut to the tears and the anguish and the betrayal. And big D comforting. Big D comforting. Aza comforting. Why would you put Britney up again? Put me up instead. No. That caping, I it still bothers me. So much. <laughs> so much. So I was ready. <laughs> I was prepared for the reaction of what that was going to give. And it it gave me what I needed. So yeah, I knew it. <laughs> um, but we all knew his who his target was, and it was just like, well, hopefully his plan works out. But if it doesn't, <laughs> I don't care who goes home. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You know, the other interesting thing, now that he, like, this is, what, Britney's third time on the block, right? Correct. Um, A friend of mine was in town uh, a couple weeks ago, and we were watching Big Brother, because I was like, I look, I got this podcast. I, you know, I got, I can't be late. I can't be slacking. And I was, like, kind of showing her, talking to her about some of the gameplay and some of the, like, the strategy behind it. And the when Britney hit that block the second time, a couple weeks back, I told my friend, I was like, okay, so this is crazy, but like, just trust my judgment when I say this. Brittany's now not going to win the game. Brittany will not win because she's this early in the game. She's the pawn two weeks in a row. And now at this point, she's the pawn three times. I was like, Brittany's not winning. And it just is what it is. And I was like, mark my words. And granted, yeah, there's a like huge random chance that she would not win or would win or whatever. But at this point, because she's like, she's the go to pawn for the whole house and it's going to come to a point where like whoever the target is, is going to fall off and everybody else is going to have their alliances and allegiances with everybody else. Double eviction. Oh yeah. Nikia. So there's this thing that's going to happen eventually where um, two people are going to go home in one night. Wow. So it's literally going to be uh you start the episode, you see it, you see some things. Mm-hmm. Eviction. Boom. Head of household right after. Boom. Nominations right after. Beetle competition right after. Beetle ceremony right after. Another eviction. Boom. Episode is done. Love to see it. Yeah. So that, uh, that's why I think Brittany's going to go home. Mm. You think Brittany's going to go home in the double? Mm-hmm. I think she'll be... Because they announced the double right before that first eviction, right? Yeah. So, yeah, I no, think... No, still... no, they... It depends on the season. Okay. But they usually, like, they don't announce until after the first person has been evicted. Oh. 
Because depending on how it lands, I think that's also when Derek X is going to get evicted. Oh, maybe. This is all going to make more sense to you soon, Nikki. I promise. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, it's back. <laughs> back, to- back to this week. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, so you were saying how, you know, Britney's reaction to being nominated, expected. Sarah Beth, first time on the block, not sure what she's going to do. She wants to go to Derek to figure out, okay, what was, what's really the plan? What are you trying to accomplish this week? Mm-hmm. So in order for uh, her to <laughs> get to figuring that out. Um, Can I even? As hell. <laughs> she's like, I'm going to, I'm going to sit in silence and wait till Derek X is completely feels completely awkward and said silence that he has to just say something. And it worked. (laughs) It worked. It worked. And the only reason, in my opinion, why I felt like it worked is because why does she have shades on inside the house? Yeah. (laughs) I was like, can you see? (laughs) What's happening? (laughs) What are we doing? What's the food? What is this? Their prescription. Are they? I'm just like, you you want me to tell tell all this information to you. You can't even look me in the eye. I don't know if you're looking me in the eye because I can't see your eyes. Correct. Nah. Mm -mm. I'd be like, we could be silent all day. I'm. Mm-hmm. I can sit in silence. Resilient. Like, yeah. All right then, and then got up and walked out. <laughs> right, basically, basically, but yeah, it worked. Derek, <laughs> you know, Derek came in. He revealed that his plan was to backdoor Christian, mm-hmm. and Sarah Beth basically was like. Oh, is that what's going on? Okay, you could just have so. All right. It gave me that energy. Yeah. yeah. And I don't... It's such a wild thing because I do feel... I understand where Derek X is coming from and saying, like, this is my shot. To I, I got to shoot this shot and I cannot miss. Mm-hmm. At the same time, it it just it felt too precarious. I don't think based on how like the Royal Flush came together and even now with the, all the, uh, you know, the teams not having to be stuck to each other, it feels a little too early to be targeting Christian for, for Derek, for Derek X to be targeting Christian. But was it too early for Christian to be putting up Hannah, presumably Derek's number one? For that, no, because for Christian, like that's his his only concern is Alyssa, then the Kings, then the Royal Flush. And so Hannah Mm -hmm. is so far removed from his circle of people he needs to think about and protect, even though she is very closely linked to somebody in his circle. I don't think he owes that to Derek X to like keep Hannah safe. Hmm. 
That being said, mm. I do think Derek owes it to Christian to not target him this early. There's still a lot of other people to pick off, namely the Jokers, before the Royal Flush needs to start infighting. That's fair. That's fair. It just feels like a bit of a messy move. And I get I get what he's saying about being like, this is my chance, this is my shot. Mm -hmm. It just felt early to me. Cause this is the thing too. It's like once it if it does end up becoming like the Royal Flush final eight, right? None of them went HOH and they got the vote, no matter what. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's like you gotta try to cut at least one of them off eventually so they can like be on the same sort of playing field as everyone else. Cause everyone else is th- three and three and under. Yeah. They still got the full squad, even though they're not in teams. So that's also something he kinda has to consider too when he's on a, a team of two. <laughs> it's a mess. It's a mess that I'm here for it. Yeah, and so even with that, like we see different moments, like like we said, like Derek's talking to SB about actually targeting Christian. We see him then talk to the Kings and try to say claim that Britney's the target so that they don't get suspicious. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we let's let's just jump to the veto. So we get to this veto. Uh, we get to the draw for the veto, and we have come on, come on, story. <laughs> Uh, knowing that Derek wants to target Christian, Derek draws Alyssa's name. So love that his number uh, drawing Christian's number one. Uh, <laughs> Sarah Beth draws Claire's name, who again could not care because she's good till jury. And then, I mean, listen, bisexuals looking out for bisexuals. There's fair. a story. There's You're a welcome. story. But also, Sarah Beth wanted desperately to get to grab Kylan's name and didn't grab Kylan, or House Guest Choice to say Kylan, and didn't get him. But Brittany did pick Kylan, and Brittany did not want him. <laughs> yeah. So as long as Kylan doesn't get pulled, I'm good. I pick Kylan. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and this was a weird competition too. It was very physical. Um, it it was it, it was very eighties. Mm-hmm. Um, and Nik- we got Nik- Nikia. Why don't you? I want Nikia to explain this competition. <laughs> How did you understand this competition? Before we get to the understanding, um. I just <laughs> I just want to say that I was a little distracted. Um Highland's hmm. um attire, mainly his shorts, mm-hmm. were small. And wow. as I was distracted by what was on my screen, I miss the rules completely. <laughs> okay. Um, Copy. Can so I ask you a question? That, absolutely. Um, how did the kids say it? Uh, was that thang thangin? It was 
giving a poetry reading at a cafe. It was... Oh my god. Oh my god. (laughs) Making tickets at the box office of a theater. Um (laughs) I I could go on. (laughs) Like um so I was I think we got it. Thank you. You're welcome. I just feel like I had to paint the picture. Um, I hope the picture's painted. Um, yeah, interesting game. Um, nice fashions. Uh, that's what I got. A lot of physicality. <laughs> All right, that's a that's a, a it's a great start. So <laughs> okay, <laughs> with. With the, the the competition part of the competition, uh-huh. <laughs> it's uh, one of the classic setups where you do an activity, and if you are last in said activity, then you get a prize or a punishment that could potentially be taken away from you uh, as the rounds go on. Mm-hmm. So with this particular theme, they are doing reps on different workout machines mm-hmm. and you do it in a certain amount of time whoever has the least amount of reps at the end of that time is eliminated and must claim the prize in a locker of the place that they're in out of the six so first round they have what's called uh the block burner Mm-hmm. And with the block burner, they're between <laughs> two blocks and they're pressing their butts on each block. And basically, two hits is one rep. And they have to do that for uh, one minute, I believe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. One minute. Um, yeah, bye, bye, Claire. Sorry about it. You're out. But also, you're safe, so it really doesn't matter. Right. So she gets eliminated. She goes to the sixth place locker, and she claims what? The power of Vita. Which is always that first, like the, the last prize, because it's going to be obviously the one that's going to get bounced around the most. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then what was wild to me was I was like, okay, they're going to have like a wide variety of different activities. And they were like, all right, next round, block burner again, this time for two minutes. And it's like, oh, so if your thighs were burning, if the glutes were steaming, buckle up because we're doing it again. Um, right. At this point, Sarah Beth gets eliminated. And yeah, it's like early on. Um, Sarah Beth is on the block, so it makes sense that, like, boom, she's about to go for this veto. And by one point. Yeah. Yes, because it was down to her and uh, Brittany, right? Brittany, <laughs> the two people on the block. <laughs> yeah. Um, but Sarah Beth opens her locker, gets $5,000, and it's pretty clear, like, okay, boom, she's about to snatch this veto, which means that Claire's going to get the $5,000. 
and she's gonna live her life. This is my thing. Please. Why was why? Um, because I, I know you're thinking the same thing about that face. Uh, why was Alyssa so pressed about Sarah Beth keeping the five thousand dollars? And you know, I I don't know. Wasn't it because she was like, I'm fighting or I'm trying to stay in this competition to save you potentially and you want to keep, like you're not fighting for yourself. You're expecting everyone else to do it for you. I thought that was like her reasoning, right? That was her reasoning. But then at the same time, it's like, we already know that the veto is going to go to someone else. How right. do we know? Because as long as Brittany is still in the game, she's going to take that veto. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, you know, we could take uh, what's good now, or we could try to go for the veto. You might end up with the punishment later. You never know. Mm-hmm. Right. And I, I get that. And I think from Alyssa's standpoint, now that you break it down like that, it, it was a matter of, I need you to play the game. I need you to to try. Like act like you want this veto. See, I I I get it, but and at the same time, if I'm Sarah Beth, I'm still going to I think I still would have gone for the veto. Like I feel like you think I obligated so? to go for the veto. Even if I know the other person on the block is still in, I'm still going to try it. Mm, you're more noble than me. And it's just literally for the optics of it. Because, I mean, Alyssa looked at her crazy. Everybody really kind of looked at her crazy. Because it's like, okay, what kind of safety do you feel like you have? I mean, the way you break it down makes a lot of sense. Um, but, yeah, I still would have, just for the optics of it, would have gone for uh, gone for that uh, veto. But she didn't. Mm-hmm. Nikki, in that situation, would you have kept the money or still gone for the veto? <laughs> the consideration. Pause for a second. Um, would I go for the money or, or would I keep the money or go for the veto? Well, the goal is to get the veto, right? But I guess if you're really thinking about it in whatever position, whatever place you're at, the person who comes after you is going to also want the veto. So I might just keep the 5000 That makes the most sense because somebody else is going to want the veto once you have it, right? Let me get back True. Buy myself a little something nice. You know what I'm saying? Right, pay pay a bill or two. No, forget bills. Oh, Don't. that's it. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so now we're down to final four, and we actually get a new um a new workout. The the booty scooty twelve thousand. <laughs> where literally they are just rotating their butts in a seat and one full revolution <laughs> is one rep. And this is where um, 
if I wasn't in love with Kylan already, I am now. Wow. Wow. Because, because, yes, sir. You and yes, sir. You and Big D. Me and Big D. The thirst. The, the, <laughs> the thirst is real and he can quench my thirst. Uh, too bad he got eliminated. That's so sad. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Which surprised me because I felt like he was go- he had a really good pace. Mm-hmm. I thought so too, but I guess everyone else had a better pace than he did. Ow. <laughs> but um, he uh, gets eliminated, claims his fourth place prize, which is uh, essentially uh, a unitard. Uh, in the shape of a card. Cardatard. A cardatard. And he must entertain the king, whoever the king is, whenever the king wishes. The king is basically just someone uh, over, like, the the speakers or whatever in the house Mm -hmm. saying what his wishes are. So he's going to have to do that, I believe it was for a week? Yeah. For, he had to do that for a week. And the thing is, with punishments like this, you can um, be asked to partake at any given time during the day or the night, including when you're asleep. Yeah. Wake it up. Yeah. Come on, let's get going. Do Three o'clock in the morning. It. Um, so Kylan's like, uh, nah, fam, let me get this veto. <laughs> so I was like, I was like, uh, okay, sure. Trying to help your girl Sarah Beth out. Mm-hmm. You know, it it is what it is. Uh, I don't know how Claire feels about that, but <laughs> that's I another did. thing. Because now Claire is stuck with the the card attire. <laughs> mm-hmm. So as we see it, Claire has card attire, Sarah Beth has five thousand, and Kylan has Caravita. Mm-hmm. And moving on, we're back at it again. Booty Scooty, part two. For two yeah. This time yeah. for t- was it two minutes or three minutes? Two minutes. Two. Two. Mi- Two minutes as opposed to one minute. And this time, uh, we say goodbye to Derek. Uh, Derek claims third place prize. And <laughs> with this uh, quote-unquote prize, he must dress up like a jackass. That's <laughs> like, okay, 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 okay. And on top of that, must make club sandwiches per the king's request for an entire week. No. Which, wild. No. Uh, He also said no because he (laughs) took that veto straight from Kylie. (laughs) (laughs) Which is Which I I mean, like, okay. Makes sense. It make it, it makes sense. It does make sense. But um, 
this leaves us in our our final round. We have Brittany uh, versus Alyssa. And this unsettled Alyssa. me. 100% unsettled me. Wild. Um, I'm just going to jump in here, friend. Go, you do it, do it, do it. Because Brittany, Beelzebub himself took over Brittany's body. Because this, the, the last uh, exercise thing was the Denialator, where you had to shake your head and every head shake was a rep. Um, and they had a camera to kind of like track it and also like a GoPro, I guess to like to get up close and personal which why would they do that because i don't need to be that close to somebody doing that energy ever again not at all not at all um but britney full-on got like possessed by a demon and i i i, I get it because it's like the vitriol of like having been on the block three times now and wanting your fate to be in your own hands and by the end of it <laughs> So most of these 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 exercises, everybody was kind of close. People either missed it by one or two or just a couple, like less than 10 mm-hmm. usually. At this point, um, Alyssa shook her head within the one minute time frame, shook her head, I believe it was 82 times. And Brittany shook her head 113 times, if I remember correctly, which... Oh, uh, 30 times more per like in one minute like it, it was why it, it was unsettling wild is the one the word i want to use but it was unsettling 100 percent unsettling okay you use unsettling i'll use wild i appreciate it because it's concerned <laughs> this whole area the neck the shoulder yeah. it was too much it really, I thought, to your point, Nakia, I thought, oh, she's going to break something or snap something and the producers are going to have to come in and take her out of here because she's unhinged. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But apparently she wasn't because she, you know, beat Homegirl by 30 points, just about. And um, Alyssa then got the... She got like some prize, right? Which also included uh, a, 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 a laptop, a laptop, and a call from home, which would then become a video call from home if she was still around in four weeks, I believe. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Which is, I mean, I don't think we'll ever really no. I think we we've gotten close to understanding what it's like to be in the Big Brother house because of quarantine. Because it's like, okay, you know, you can't go nowhere. And like, even though the streets has opened up right now, but like, especially in the beginning, it was like, okay, nothing's open. You go to the grocery store and go home. That's it. Mm-hmm. Like, we get a sense of it. But to really be thinking about the isolation they experience and how big of a prize that is to hear from people you love outside that house, that's major. Mm-hmm. And so I can't fault Alyssa at all for keeping that prize, um, which then meant that Brittany got the final prize which was um, a glorified custodian, basically. Basically. (laughs) You literally hold the key, the only key, to the downstairs toilet for 24 hours. Go off. And whenever someone needs to use that toilet, they have to come to you. 
Not only do I have to come to you, you walk with them to the toilet and you have to announce that said person is at the toilet. Mm-hmm. I huh? would stop eating and drinking everything from that moment on. Because I'm not about to, you're not about to hop on no trumpet and tell people when I'm going to the bathroom. <laughs> right. <laughs> not committing to that. It made me so uncomfortable. But, but Brittany wasn't with it either because she was like, actually, I'm on the block. I'm going to take that veto. Thank you so much. Yep. Sorry, Derek. Really sorry. Which, you know, a bit, uh, a bit poetic i would say that the guy who put her up is now having to be on toilet duty for the next 24 hours mm-hmm. um so <laughs> that makes uh derek the lord of the latrine and now we get back to like some of the more heavy game stuff which includes derek saying well now that i know that somebody's coming off this block uh and it's kind of beautiful that he doesn't have to be the one to take them off the block uh we get a chance to see him being like Hey, um, Alyssa, so listen, um, your man, um, I'm backdooring him. That's what this moment really is. Poor, why? Why? I, I, I need help understanding the reasoning for telling Alyssa. I get the, like the damage control he's trying to do this is just the wrong time to try to do it mm-hmm. like you've not laid down the groundwork to let them know that you that this is even a potential thought for you so to get to the point where you're now like even before veto you're like like before the, the actual veto ceremony you're talking to people saying hey i'm sorry this is what i'm do-. it's just bad timing you need to be apologizing like next week. When it's all said and done. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> a lot of because times, a lot of people tell you would... Like what Vlad was saying, I'm like, why do people like un- inform people? Like you mentioned earlier, it's like your head of house, like you do what you want. You got the power. <laughs> right? So why are we telling? I ain't telling nobody nothing. I'm going to just see the look of shock on your faces when I say it. but um he i mean he's trying i guess see because the the thing is it's like it's at least from what we've seen it's no secret how sort of tight-knit the kings are Mm -hmm. so when you tell one person one thing you need to tell the entire group that same thing. Right. So why you you got uh, Alyssa coming to you? Of course, Alyssa's going to tell Christian. Christian's going to tell Xavier. So Xavier's going to come to you with Alyssa, and then Christian's going to follow suit. And then so is Sarah Beth, even though she already knows about it and still wants Christian God. Like right. you could have avoided that entirely. And just kept it to yourself. That's it. But because he doesn't, we get... I don't know if this is a Big Brother first. I definitely haven't seen this in a long time. A cliffhanger on the veto? 
I I can't recall seeing one before like this. Like where we don't even get to know on at the end of the veto episode who actually the final two people on that block are gonna be. Wild. Because Christian thought it was a a good idea, which I for him it was. Literally Brittany calls for the veto meeting as they're walking to said veto meeting, pulls Derek aside in the um like storage, the, storage storage room. room. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm country to right, <laughs> to try <laughs> to get um to try to get Derek to change his mind about putting him on the blocks like look do anything we don't need else. to clap each other right now literally any, anything but me <laughs> we're each other's shield don't do this right now you can do it later but don't do it right now right did you think it was gonna work you know i thought it it would because we got to see even throughout all of this with all the conversations Xavier brought up a good point and Christian then brought up that same point, which was that Christian and Derek are each other's shields and they're both shields Mm -hmm. for Xavier as well, which I appreciate it because I want Xavier to win. Um, But the fact that they are shields for each other, it does. If Christian goes, then Derek will follow suit like close behind, especially because he's, he's pissed to put a bunch of people off with this move. And the fact that he's even the thing that I was like at peace with that I don't I think I was ahead of the house at this point was there the damage is already done because you've considered putting him up backdooring him and it's out that you've considered it so whether you do it or not that trust is already a little bit broken right, so, so might as well just do it in my opinion you might as well do it. Nikki, did you think he was going to do it? Do no, you think I he would have? I thought he was going to fold because he had the look in his face. I was like, they done scared this poor boy. Christian was like, <laughs> in the, I call it the pantry. He's like, let me talk to you real quick. Do not do this. This is a bad idea. They're going to come for you next. And I was like, Derek look a little frightened. I was like, is he going to fold? So I didn't think he was going to, I thought he was going to fold. Honestly. But did he fold? No. Sure didn't. Sure didn't. <laughs> <laughs> he came out and was like, hey, so I'm saving myself. Good day. All knew um, that. Yes. <laughs> Did y'all see but, what my neck was doing? I'm saving myself. <laughs> <laughs> I'm half possessed and my neck hurt. Yes. So. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, it, I mean, takes herself off and Derek says, all right, Christian, I'm sorry. Which again, I mean, I, I, I agree with Christian. Like it, he's, he was your shield and now you've kind of ruined your game in going after this guy thinking this is your one shot. And you, the shot could have come later. It could have, but it could have come later, but also, eh, <laughs> it is what it is. It it is what it fucking is. 
I mean, here's here's my thing. Like, I feel like I I've been rooting for Derek X because I've been wanting him to get this invitation to the cookout um, as in just an honorary member this whole time. And Nikki is like, no. Uh, <laughs> and I, I get it. I'm not saying he should be like a full fledged member. I'm just saying he should be like an auxiliary, um, a non-voting member, if nothing else. That being said, like I've been rooting for him very closely, and because I mean the 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 Asian, yeah, it's fine, but I just like it just felt like a bad move for his game this week to to backdoor Christian big move, huge resume builder. Don't know if it's gonna follow through. He he has to make it to. He has a lot to go. Who do you think he should have put instead of Christian? Um, I think he should have picked on the little guy. He should have put up Brittany and maybe Big D um, and sent Brittany home. I would have been okay with that. Brittany said herself at the beginning. Oh, like at the beginning, like at the beginning of the week, put up Brittany and Big D. Yeah. Yes. Mm, okay. Because now you're not, you, you've not pissed off anybody in your alliance and... Like, cause I'm sure Big D and Aza were able to give Britney some of that extra support of like, you can do it. Whereas if that got pulled and Aza then had to, you know, decide where I think Aza would have supported Britney just the same. Um, yeah. Initially, I think, yeah, that's what he should have done with, you know, say he did stick with putting up SB, which I think was also a bad move because he, because she's in his Royal Flush Alliance. I mean, it, it, yeah, he, he, the choices were limited, but to replace Brittany should have been another Joker. Mm. I'm with okay, it. Fair. And then we get a messy week after where presumably, because another Joker would literally mean a black person. So then we see the cookout hopefully pull through and like keep that black person and now the royal flush is like wait who the fuck who <laughs> what are we doing right 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 that's 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 the hope but we gonna we probably won't get a messy week but let's get into this current messiness mm-hmm. um actually before before we dive into the messiness of the messiness uh, we do get to see some of these uh, punishments play out. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we get to see Claire, uh, the Duke of the Deck, in her card of tart. Mm-hmm. We get to see <laughs> Kylan, the Jackass of Clubs. Not the Queens ending up with the punishments. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> All right, so let's let's start with uh, Claire. What what did you think of her outfit, Nakia? Cute. Not functional, but like, how are, <laughs> how are we going to the restroom? Like, this is that was my only concern. I was like, um, the important question. Also, I'm just like, this seems like one piece. No, just mm-hmm. but cute, gold shimmery. You know, I like Claire. She's like a not like unproblematic like because people don't mention her that much to me so she lays kind of low so when she's on the screen i'm like yeah go off i like her yeah <laughs> yeah she lays real low 
minding her business. Yeah. I mean, I would say not the not the I don't even know what the best Unitar would have been. Maybe the beer one that Nicole had to do. I thought that was a cool one. Um, but it was cool. It's definitely awkward and oblong, which I, I think is an important factor for the Unitard every season. It's an, it's an important factor now because <laughs> the very beginning, Nikki, this was going on for literal like 15 seasons. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like as about, a person. Yeah. But like, because the, the original... Like it used to be like liter- uh, literally just a unitard. Oh, <laughs> uh, 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 a red unitard. Okay, that's different. <laughs> no Something definitely just, just up, the- up to that. Yeah, there was no theme to it. It was just you're wearing a unitard now, For a and whole week. that's that's it for a whole yeah. week. Actually, I'm going to, real quick, I'm just going <laughs> to show you <laughs> what it what it, it looked like, because it, yeah. It was a mess. It sounds like a mess. And then, I mean, they've expanded it, because I think they've recognized this, I guess, a selling point for people. So, like, Kylan, even with his, like, they've, like, more people are getting different costumed things to do, which is why he got his... Which I thought was kind of cool because I know we we got to see it play out a little bit later, but um, Kylan like was out here making whole sandwiches for the whole house, which I thought was like was like great. This is this looks strange. Uh, yeah, I was hungry, <laughs> <laughs> but it was it was doing what it needed to do, which I appreciated. Absolutely. Um, while, uh, while Jamel pulls that up, I do want to talk about just for a moment, how bold Tiffany was this week with Christian, who had a good point, like with the assumption he had about the votes, like, Hey, you're, you're the swing. You and Claire are the swing votes. Cause I've got it locked down. The, I definitely can keep everybody. Like I can stay cause I just need these two votes. Um, and Tiffany being like, oh, cause you don't really have these votes, but okay, go off, I guess. Go off King, <laughs> literally. Yeah. She's like, they lying to me. <laughs> she's like, what you think you have, you don't. <laughs> so let me tell you the real. I love it. All right. Which- check out message. Um, which as no, as they like, we consider all of that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is, no, <laughs> she looks like an incredible, like the incredible, like that. It's tight, no, yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Mm-hmm. And that was the outfit for the week, absolutely, season eight, absolutely. No. Sorry, as 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 you were, don't mind me. No worries. Um, but yeah, so we we get to see Tiffany be as bold as she was, and I, I'll ask you, Jamel. Um, would how would you have handled that situation of somebody saying, "Hey, you're my swing votes," and you thinking actually you don't really have 
the votes you've already bagged. Uh, am I am I Christian or am I Tiffany in the situation? You're Tiffany in this point. <sighs> so I would be like, okay, if I if I tell you, I don't think you have the votes that you think you have. And he was like, I'm pretty sure I do. I would be like, uh, check again. <laughs> and like, I'm, I'm telling you for a reason to check again. And if you're still like so sure that you got it on lock, okay. Uh, I'm probably not going to vote to save you, but you know, you know, I would have actually, I would have had him go to those people. This is a little extra. Have those people, blah, words. Have him go to those people. Tell them to let me know that they are going to save you. And then I will save you as well. Since you think you have them on lock. If I don't hear nothing, then I know they're not saving you. And as extra as you say that would be, that is exactly what I would have done as well. Where I anticipate he thinks he thinks he has it on lock. If he really thinks he has it, okay, right. Good luck to you. Check it. <laughs> and that and that really is what it comes down to. Because I'm like, if 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 you got those votes, then they should be willing to tell me that that's that they're your votes. And boom, yeah, I will, I will go off of what they say. I, I can't go off of just what you say because I can't be out here looking stupid. But exactly, you got them votes. Have them votes come help me become another vote. And now, Nikki, I need to ask you because I, I feel like I, this is a specific instance. So we we got to see a little bit later on as we're talking about um, the like how these votes are going to swing, and he really Christian thinks he's got these Joker votes. And we get to see this moment where Tiffany is like, oh, I need to talk to Brittany because if, we, if we're going to flip this thing, here we go. Um, and Tiffany says, oh, let me get Brittany. And Christian goes to get Brittany in the midst of everything, which I think he was messy in how he tried to collect her. Um, but then Big D and Aza were like, all right, great. Then we'll all go up. She wants to talk to Brittany. Then we can all go. And I don't know why... I'm going to get into it later, but I want to hear from you first. Mm-hmm. How would you, if you were, um, if you were Tiffany and you were asking to speak to one person and then these other two people show up with that person and these other two people are also in your alliance, um, how would you have handled that situation where you Tiffany? So first of all, I'm annoyed at that whole, how that, all of that played out because they treat Brittany like she's um, a child. Um, like, oh, mm-hmm. she can't go have a conversation uh, with Tiffany because clearly baby girl can't think on her own. So we have to back her up. No. Right. So I probably would have sent Christian to get her, but would have been like, give no context. You want to speak to Brittany. You bring her up here and then I could talk to her because if he would have just took Brittany, Aza and uh, Big D would have stayed because they're not thinking like, oh, Tiffany's trying to get her to change her vote or like figure out where her vote is. Right. But obviously it didn't happen that way. Now the instance, which that would have been my instinct too. When she saw all of them come in, I'd have been like, 
yeah, I didn't want to speak to Olio. Like, I wanted to speak to Brittany. And when they were not moving, I'd have been like, well, yeah, well, I'm, I'm going to just, I'm going to talk to you later then. Like, that's what it would have been. Because it was messy. They didn't need to come up there. It was messy. Big D is messy. I yeah. told you all this earlier. I was like, I, I've been wanting him to go home since about two episodes ago. So he could definitely go home based on the last episode. Definitely. It's like petty. It's messy. Yeah. He calling women out their name. Like, I'm just, I'm not into it. I'm not into it. I'm not into him. I want him. Bye. You have to go now. <laughs> go. I don't care. I yeah, now I'm calling somebody's mama a dumbass bitch. Mm-mm. That was so, like, this is the point where I paused what I was watching. And I, I text Jamel in all caps. I was like, what's happening on this episode? Because I don't like it. <laughs> I don't. And you could be mad. Right, but we ain't gotta call people out our names, especially someone in your your alliance. And not only that, some a black woman on here, you gonna call her out her name on TV like that? Like it's messy. It's I hope her family yeah. is at home punching the air because it's messy. Okay, I don't like it. <laughs> yeah, I agree wholeheartedly. It broke my heart to see it too. Like, because I was like, come on, black people, why can't we just figure it out? Why can't we mm-hmm. just figure it The moment he was like, I'm, I'm ready to tell everybody, I'm, I'm out to cook out. I'm not doing this. And we're like, wait, why is it all that? Like, it doesn't have to be that deep. Literally in my mind, I was like, like, go ahead and be out the cookout. You was only going to bring paper plates and plastic forks to the cookout anyway. You can go. Goodbye. <laughs> you should just have to bring that 12-pack of Shasta, lemon-lime Shastas, and we don't need it. Not lemon-lime. <laughs> <laughs> it tastes like Sprite. Like, what are we talking about? <laughs> Say what I said. um yeah no i was not feeling it whatsoever Mm -mm. Mm -mm. but i do feel like not in fairness to big d but to the situation as a whole like there because there was that moment i don't think we talked about it but there was a moment with like the whole like Tiffany said good morning to like Xavier, Kylan, and Sarah Beth. And oh. nobody really spoke. And Tiffany caught a, a major attitude off that. And the way Kylan handled it, where I was like, it's me. He's me. I am him. We are the same. Because <laughs> I would have also been like, okay, let's have a conversation about it. I'm sorry. I apologize. I didn't mean to offend when I like when I did what I did. And the fact that she was still kind of like ready to shut it down off the strength of that, like I was like, ah, oh, I don't know, Tiff. Like that's a little tough to me. See, the the thing was with that particular moment, unless I'm like remembering real crazy, the moment Tiffany says good morning, you literally see Sarah Beth turn her head. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Unless I'm remembering that completely wrong. No, I trust you, friend. And then Kyle was trying to defend part of that behavior. 
So it's like, mm. I know she, Tiffany's like, I know that's your homegirl or whatever, but that's not, that's not cool with me. Mm-hmm. That's the black mama in her, I feel, though. Like, that whole, like, yeah. respect thing. It's like, I'm going to speak. You could speak back. Like, mm-hmm. that's so hard. Yeah. Um, yeah, it just, it, a part of it made me, gave me pause. Cause I'm like, and I, I get that. I respect that. I got a black mama. And there is a sort of game you have to play though. Cause not everybody's going to have that experience or recognize that experience. Um, or even respect that experience. So yeah, you might come off looking a little harsh to a couple of different people. So mm-hmm. yeah. That I thought of that, and then in this moment, which I do feel like Tiffany was way more in the right than Big D was, but overall I was just hurt because I was like, "Come on, black people, we can't, we can't get together. We can't have all this, all this, these numbers here, and then have this infighting on national television. Like, this can't be us right now. This could be us in when we when we get our reparations. Then this could be us." But not before the reparations. This is too. It's too messy. I don't like it. Hannah was like, "We had one job." I was like, "You right." <laughs> she one was job. right. <laughs> Stick together. But you know, egos get in the way, and attitudes get in the way, and here we are. Mm-hmm. And so now, Tiffany ends up going back to uh, Christian. It's like, look. The way things just went down, I'm pretty sure you don't have the jokers like you think you do. So you need to figure out what what the you gonna do to try to get yourself safe. For whatever reason, Christian thinks he has the sway to get these people to switch their minds like that to keep them. Mm-hmm. I don't know where he where he feels like he's getting that from. Just because he got two people, like, on lock in Alyssa and Xavier. But you ever really did nothing, bruh, for you to be feeling like you just, you got it like that. I don't, unless I'm missing something. Well, so here's the issue. His social game was lacking because he invested all his social game into Alyssa and their showmance. That's, that was his biggest misstep because I, I think he... He was going on the strength of just generally speaking, it makes more sense to keep me than it does to keep Sarah Beth. And I agree with him, but he didn't have the social capital to bring that point home. It was a good point, but nobody else he had really invested in aside from uh, from Alyssa. So it's just going to fall on deaf ears overall. Mm-hmm. But did it work? No. <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> we just going to jump into it. No. <laughs> Bye, vote of seven to two. Bye, Christian. Bye. Sorry about it. I am genuinely sorry about it, though. I'm not. And that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Because I'm still thinking about Xavier's long game, and he needed Christian to stay a little bit longer to, to more more solidify um, his his claim for that final two. Mm, 
I still think Xavier is in a good place regardless. Because yeah. I feel like even okay, let's say let's say like there is like an official like cookout split, right? He's still gonna be good with everybody in the cookout individually. Yes. So that, that's five. Christian's gone now, so Alyssa is gonna feel pretty tied to Xavier because Christian was probably guy wise the closest to Xavier. Mm-hmm. So Alyssa's gonna l- linger on to that. And then when it comes to uh, Hannah, Hannah's probably gonna be in Derek's ear like, vouching for Xavier, too. So he's not going to have to worry about Derek X anytime soon. Yeah. So it's like, really, he might only have to worry about, like, one or two people right now, if that, if all of his alliances are still good between the Royal Flush and the Cookout. The Cookout individuals, excuse me. <laughs> right. The attendees of the Cookout. Yes. At this point, that's how we have to refer to them. So yeah, I don't, I don't think his his game is gonna really take a hit, especially with him. He's only won one competition. Yeah. So. Fair enough. So your boy's good. I think he's okay. (laughs) We shall see. But mm-hmm. to end the episode, we unfortunately do not get a HOH. Pissed. Oh, so so here's here's the thing. Pissed. Would you would you rather have this where the HOH isn't shown at all, or like the endurance where they show a little bit but they don't finish it until the next episode? Um, I'd rather have it where it's an endurance episode because then at least I know what the competition is and I can like speculate over the couple of days in between. Um, or in now in this world where we actually have access to the live feeds, um, which thank you again. Um, I can then just tune in literally right after that episode to see who won. But whereas where it's like this, I have no clue what the competition is. Like I'm going in fresh on Sunday with no thoughts, and I just I don't like that. Tell me who's Listen. just just tell me the HOH on Thursday night. Just pick one. I don't care. <laughs> don't leave me hanging. I don't think that's how it works, but okay. It could be though. But I'm saying. Anyway, uh, so the uh, the wild card room is closed. They're opening up a new room called the High Rollers Room, where there are three unique casino games throughout the weeks with different game-changing powers. Each week, America basically gets to vote for their favorite player at the time, and uh, depending on your placing in that vote, you get a certain number of BB bucks 
to go towards whatever games might be lurking inside this high roller room. So the top three vote getters each week gets a uh, hundred bucks. The next three get 75 and everybody else get 50. And you don't have to use those bucks the same week that you get them. So you can hold on to them until whenever the last week might be hoping to get whatever power is given at that time. So in a situation like this, I'll start with you, Vaughn. How would you go about using your bucks? Would you try to, like, hold on to them for as long as you can? Would you try to use them right away? It depends. I mean, knowing what I know right now, I would hold on in general. But if, and because the increments that they were shared were, like, in $25 increments, like, you're either getting 50 75 or 100 I would want to. I would want to know that I have a couple of shots. So I would. I would play at least once every week because mm-hmm. um, I know I'm going to get at least fifty every week. But um, and I'm assuming a game is twenty five. I don't know, but or like to like a round is twenty five. But yeah, I would play at least once every week. But I would mostly try to stack up and save for because um, they talked about the different powers. Like either like a double veto or switching the nominees or like all sorts of stuff. So I would wait. It would be situational. So if I'm if I'm the one who's HOH, then I I probably would stack and not play at all. But the week I'm like the week after my HOH, for instance, I would go all out to like try to retain some power. Okay. Okay. Nakia. Um. The same. So I would stack them up. I guess it would depend on who the player is or like where I stand in the house. But um, I would stack it up because I would imagine that the game that gives you the most power or the most control, let's say on a weekly basis, requires the most, um, the BB bucks. Uh, So I would probably stack it up. But if I was a player who was maybe a little bit in hot water, like a, probably a Derek soon, <laughs> um, Derek X, maybe I might like use them a lot sooner. So it really depends on like the situation, but essentially I would probably stack them up just so I have like maybe at one point have the most and then can play whatever the best game is and like keep myself safe. Mm, I probably stack them too. Mm-hmm. The, what, I'm, what I'm curious about is if... Um, they're going to announce everyone's placements in the vote. I hope so. Ooh. <laughs> That's messy, and I like it. I love it. it. It's very messy. Let them know where they stand with America. Thank you so much. You're at the bottom. Yeah. <laughs> you thought you were likable? No. Because... Because, I mean, they've done something like that before were like um if you get the the most votes then you essentially have to compete for your safety in something i'm trying to so so uh bon our first season there was a point where tommy was ahead of household but then Christy somehow got put up. 
Yeah. There was, there was some, okay, I remember what it was, actually. So there was, Nikia, there was a season where, at some point in the game, uh, America would vote on three people to compete in the competition. And in that competition, one person would be safe for the entire week, one person would be a have-not, and then one person would automatically go up on the block. Mm. Which I loved, because... It, it was messy. To your point, Nikia, it showed you like who America wasn't feeling, because knowing that there was it was an overwhelmingly negative experience, mm-hmm. pe- the people who were getting voted in were people who were not the most likable. Right. And they need to know. Ask <laughs> <laughs> for it. Tell the whole list in order. So yeah, I'm 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 hoping for that mess. I'm hoping. I really am. Yes. I want it. Gimme. But speaking of mess. With that said. <laughs> Oh, you go ahead. You you you, you do this. You, I got you. Got it. <laughs> I'm really just about to pass it over to you because I went first last week. Um, so Jamel, hi. House guest of the week. Who you got? Let let's 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 think about it real quick. Mm, I think I'm gonna have to give it to to Derek X again. Because head of household, he won the first endurance comp of the season. He got his intended target out. He did a successful backdoor. You know, he might have said some things he shouldn't have said. You know, like telling the girlfriend that the boyfriend is the target. Or you you know look, look, think, things like that. I will let it slide one last time. If he does it again, then we got issues. But <laughs> I think he, while he has set himself up as probably the biggest target in the house now, he would have had to gotten rid of his biggest threat eventually, and I think. For him, it's better to do it now, pre-jury, so that he doesn't have to worry about that sort of duo sort of vouching for each other in the jury house. You know what I mean? Fair, yeah. And he looked pretty good in that uh, that little 80s workout gear, too. So there's that. Now who's being messy? What's messy? If you look good, you look good. Well, all right. Nikia with the shimmy. Who's your house guest of the week? My house guest of the week, just based on one comment, one phrase, is going to go to Hannah. Because Hannah, understanding the complexity of the cookout, literally says, y'all had one job. Mm-hmm. She did it for me because that that is literally y'all have one job: be together, come together, shut this down, get to the end, 
altogether. Why y'all messing up? It's a lot of subtle shade that Hannah gives that I feel goes very overlooked because even I know this is going weeks back, but when Brent left and she gave that shady, shady video, I was like, replay it back again. Replay my sister's words back again. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> so she's my choice. <laughs> and not to add on, the whole, so who's in the royal flesh? That's it. Very casual. Yes. Hmm. <laughs> ah, okay. Yeah. Hannah knows things. Okay. Bond Dexter. This is a tough week. I'm in between two people. Um, All right, Tiffany, and who else? (laughs) (laughs) Um, In that case, I'm in between three people. Uh, (laughs) Oh, wow. Tiffany is, she's in the mix, which I appreciate, but it's like too much in the mix right now. Even if I agree with, how this argument went down with like between her and Big D and the whole thing over Britney. Um like you venturing I, out, like you said you would. Well, <laughs> I am going because it's so messy. This is like this is sort of me like pleading the fifth, but I'm just gonna go with Claire. Who's not in it at all. She's not in the mess. She's not in the mix. She picked that power for herself last week. So she was safe this week and, um, and ain't nobody worried about her. She's not in anybody's mouth. She's not on anybody's mind. Um, I was going to give it to Kylan for that same reason, but just to, to mix it up so that I have a variety by the end of the season of people I've selected, <laughs> I'm going to give it to Claire. Cause I don't think that's going to be able to be true again. <laughs> So she gets it this week. Because you think about like the whole mess of everything with, because really this whole week has been a break, a, a, um, a breakdown within the royal flesh, which was set off by Derek and then caused, you know, the rift between him and basically the kings. And then Tiffany mm-hmm. had her mess. So everybody in the royal flesh, Claire's the only person that's like, really minding her business and not winning nothing because she knows she don't need to, but also sitting there and is adjacent to the mess, but not in it. Mm-hmm. I love that for her. And I love that for you. <laughs> <laughs> did we do it? We did it somehow. <laughs> I know y'all don't understand the struggle that went into this night, but baby... When I tell you the devil was active. <laughs> Ready. <laughs> Alive and well. We, we, we ain't got to say what. Just distress. It, it, it went down. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it went down. Uh, but we are uh, wrapped. That's another episode. Uh, mega episode of Brothers Alliance. Um, we're going to do a special little sign off this week because we have a guest. This is. I don't know really what to do right now because we this is our first guest. So thank you again to Nakia for joining us. Um, Nakia, if the people wanted to follow you, mm-hmm. um, what where would you want to send them on the socials? 
my Instagram. So first name, middle name, N-E-K-I-A-R-E-N-E-E on Instagram. And then, you know, you can look at all the things on there. Follow me. I mean, and there are so many things to see. Because, again, queen, talented, gifted. Icon. Treasure. Young, gifted, and black. Where's National. <laughs> International. <laughs> melanated. Highly melanated. Mm. Okay. Highly melanated. <laughs> um, but, yeah, thank you for that. Uh, and if y'all wanted to email us, you can do that at bbbrothersalliance at gmail.com. Or, Jamel, since we were talking about Instagram a moment ago, what would you say mm-hmm. they should do? Listen, all they got to do, it's, it's real simple. All they got to do is type in the Brothers Alliance, all one word, no periods, no dashes, no underscores. I know we extra, but like, come on, like we have to put a cap on it at some point. So, and with that, we will probably see y'all next week. And hopefully, McKee comes back sometime soon. Just saying, yes. (laughs) (laughs) All right, bye. Bye. Deuces.